This is the Wife Wisdom Podcast with Christy Little-Jones of MrsChristyJones.com, episode number 111. In today's episode, I'm talking about the friendship breakup. You know that pit in your stomach and lump in your throat that you feel because you've lost a friendship that was so precious to you. Well, today I'm going to talk about some coping strategies that may help you get through the grief, the ache, and the pain of losing a most precious friendship. Up next on the Wife Wisdom Podcast. Welcome to the Wife Wisdom Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Little-Jones. I'm a relationship coach, a marriage and family champion, and the chief cheerleader for women all over the world. The Wife Wisdom Podcast is a real conversation designed to help you cultivate the heart of a wife. If you are single and desire to be married, if you are newly married and want to thrive as a wife, or if you are a seasoned wife and just need a little encouragement staying a wife, you are in the right place. If you are new to our podcast, woohoo! Welcome to the family. I am thrilled that you are here. And if you are already a part of my tribe and you don't already know, I love and appreciate you. The friendship breakup. Friendships are such a part of our lives, and relationships really help us to become who we are because we learn so much from the people in our lives and the things that we go through with these people. And there is offense, there's hurt, there's joy, there's laughter, there are memories, there's pain, there's all of these different experiences. But the one thing that is that we cannot avoid is the difficulties in our friendships or the difficulties that we face in our relationships. They are here to stay. And so we've got to learn a couple of different things that will help us navigate through the ups and downs, the ebbs and flows of friendship. There's so many articles and even TV shows that teach us about building friendships or building relationships. But, you know, it there're not too many articles or or TV shows that talk about how to cope with the friendship breakup, right? So breaking up with your best friend can be devastating. There is an ache, there is a pain, there's a devastation that is very difficult to even navigate especially for people who've never been married and divorced, right? Because that that ache, that pain, that longing for the closeness that you once had with your best friend is hurtful to say the least. And today I wanna talk a little bit about how do you cope with the grieving or the mourning that takes place with the friendship breakup or the loss of a friendship. It's, it's so difficult and it's, and it's so, so many people when they go through this separation from their best friend or this distance that they feel from a friend that used to be really close and intimate, they don't know what to do. They don't know what to say. Oftentimes they respond 
or react in a very negative way. And I don't need you. They stuff their feelings as opposed to truly recognizing and honoring the friendship for what it was. Because love is love and grief is grief. And just because we didn't date the person or we didn't marry the person doesn't mean that losing them is any easier because it's not. Friendship has a special a special place. It's a very special, comfortable place that's felt when two people exchange a very heightened level of intimacy. And this intimacy is not a physical intimacy, but it's like emotional and mental intimacy when you go through things together and you feel like you're in the trenches of life together. It's a beautiful thing. And those of us who've been able to experience friendship like this are truly grateful and truly blessed, right? But When that friendship ends or there's a distance that comes between that friendship, it's like when they leave almost, it's like the memories that we, we created together, they take with them. And there's such a sadness that just kind of overpowers the person or sometimes both people, but oftentimes it's the person that really misses the void that is caused as a result of that person no longer being in your life. It is really painful. And whether it was all of a sudden, or whether you saw it coming, the pain doesn't change. It's an, it just, it's hard to even describe the ache that we feel in our heart, or the longing for the love and the support that once was shared together. It was something that was familiar that to us that that is now gone. And it's so, it's such a difficult thing to, to navigate. And sometimes the sadness lingers for long periods of time and turns into an isolation or depression. And, and it also can turn into no, no longer trusting people in your life or no longer trusting uh, somebody new that enters your life as a friend. And oftentimes I hear a lot of women say that they don't, they don't do women, right? They don't have friendships, close friendships with women because of a, a friendship that they once had when they were younger, there might've been betrayal. There might've been, of course, there was a fence or hurt, or there's a distance that there that was undiscussed most likely, but it, it now prevents them from wanting to get close to another girl, friend another friend in their lives, because I remember when I was in sixth grade, my best friend, you know, fill in the blank. And so there are so many different relationships that we have. And while we can go into talking about the what it feels like to go through a divorce and, and experience that that tearing away or the pulling away of a spouse, and especially if it's something that comes as a shock, like you never saw yourself in this place. But I want to talk specifically about friendship today, because friendship is something that is, is near and dear to those of us who do have really, really close friends or besties or best friends. And it's, it's such a, a topic that I feel is undiscussed, or even it's not really even addressed because it doesn't necessarily fall under a category that 
that relationships fall under, right? So marriage and divorce or, or, you know, the loss of a child or a parent, you know, doesn't fall under one of those easy categories. So I want to talk about it because I feel like through the, this, the pandemic that we've, that we're all in at the time of this recording, that there are so many changes. There's so many seasons that we're entering in. There's so many ebbs and flows of so much that include friendships, that include relationships from you getting closer with your spouse. Maybe you're going through a divorce because you didn't realize how far apart you've grown. I don't know. But the, the friendships that people who are showing up for you in this season, those friends, things are being revealed. Things that you had no idea were even a possibility because you thought the, these friends in your life were going to be there for the rest of your life. And they were going to be just as close as they were before the pandemic, through the pandemic, after the pandemic and beyond. But sometimes God moves them out of the, out of your life. And that's that tearing away of someone that you're not ready to let go of is so hard. And so some of the things that I have done when I've experienced this severing or this separating of people that I truly love and that are near and dear to my heart and that I really expected to be in my life for the rest of my life. I have done some of these things and I've meditated and I've really worked through some of the things that I'm going to share with you today. And number one is really cherish the memories that you made together. So truly remember them fondly. Look at pictures, laugh at videos or experiences that you've created and made together. Really appreciate them because they are valuable. Because the, you are experiencing pain or grief or you're mourning or you're sad or whatever it is, don't, I, I don't want you to um, minimize the, the greatness of the friendship that you shared because it truly is beautiful. Number two. Don't try to replace them. They are unreplaceable. Your bestie, whether it was when you, you've been best friends for 20 years, you've been best friends for two years, they, they, are, uh, they are not to be replaced. The closer the friend, of course, the larger the void that you're going to feel when they leave your life. But when you, we try to replace someone, it's, it's a losing battle because every single person that comes into your life they will not be replaced because there's no two people that are the same. So don't try to replace them. Just appreciate them and the time, the memories that you've made together. Number three, trust God's plan, purpose, and protection in your life. Before you were even born, God already planned your life. He's already planned all the people who are going to come into your life, all the people who you're going to touch, all of the things that you're going to do, all of the doors that are going to open, all of the doors that are going to close, all of the seasons that you're going to move through, the ups and downs of life that you're going to go through. None of this takes God by surprise. None of it. So when you trust God's plan and his purpose for this plan, 
and the protection that he promises to provide you, it makes the going through the seasons, the ebbs and flows of relationships and friendships, the ins and outs, the ups and downs, it makes them so much easier when you truly trust that, oh, wow, I didn't see that coming, but God must know why, right? When you trust in the, 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 the purpose and the plan for your life, even though it doesn't look like you want, even though it doesn't look like you've even expected it, there is true purpose in every single thing that you go through. Everything good, bad, ugly, indifferent, all of it. Number four, this was a big one for me. When you truly understand and recognize the purpose for your friendships or relationships in your life, when you understand the purpose of the relationship, it is, there's power in it. Because so many times there are people who come into our lives for a reason, a season and a lifetime. Those people who come in for into our lives for a season, and we try to make them lifers or lifetime friends, they are not you're now abusing the purpose, right? One of my favorite quotes by Dr. Miles Monroe is if you don't understand the purpose of a thing, abuse is inevitable. So if you don't understand the purpose of the friendship or the relationship, abuse is inevitable. So if you are trying to make a somebody who's in your life for a, a short period of time or a, this, a season or for a reason, and you bring them into the, the intimacy of your lives and you expose your heart, you give them access to the fullness of your heart, right? The fullness of your intimate secrets. Guess what? And that's not where they're supposed to be placed. Abuse is inevitable. So they could, whether they either can abuse you, manipulate you, hurt you, control you, because you didn't see it coming because you now have misinterpreted the the place, the the purpose, the assignment for why that person was in your life to begin with. We, I believe we've all made this, made, made this mistake where we thought, oh yeah, you know, this person, I'm going to bring them into my life very intimately and they're going to be my best friend and we're going to be road dogs and we're going to, we're going to be this, we're going to be that. And then something happens where you know, you see, or you learn something about them that you didn't know before. And now you are hurt right? Abuse is inevitable. You're hurt because you brought them into your family. Your kids got attached to them. They, you know, you've invited, you travel with them. You've invited them on vacations. You invite them to your kids events. And then they do something to totally pull the rug out from under you, right? Because we don't, we have to be very discerning with And we have to pay attention to the signs and not ignore them. Um, On a side note, this makes me think of a lot of the women and men that I've coached in crisis in their marriage. The very thing that they complain about most about their spouse, when I ask them, did they do this before you got married? 100% of the time, they say yes. 
They say yes. So what that means is that we ignore what we don't want to see. We ignore what we don't like seeing. We pretend, we push it away, we ignore it, we try to try to make excuses for it or maybe even wrap it in a different kind of bow and say, oh, they do this because they do that because because it's harder to let go of someone that we love or that we admire, that we like being around than truly being having the integrity within ourselves to say, mm, this is a red flag. I don't, I need to be, I need to be watchful of this person and their attitude or their, the way they carry themselves. Because if I bring them too close, I'm going to get hurt because of whatever reason. So understanding, recognizing, being very discerning around the purpose for the friendship is critical. Recognizing if this, the purpose of this friendship is for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. Now, lifers usually will show themselves up, right? You, they, they will show themselves throughout your lives. Regardless of the ebbs and flows that you go through, they're committed to being in the friendship for the long haul, right? You, they forgive easier. They forgive easily. They're committed to working through the issues that you may have or the disagreements or the misunderstandings. They're committed to that. They are choosing the relationship over their feelings or over their pride or over their ego, right? They choose you because they want to fight for the relationship. Those are the lifers. Those are the people that will show up and you will know, okay, these are lifers. Now, the people who are in your lives who are season, who are in there for a season or a reason, usually they may be very, um, they, they may not forgive easy. They may hold grudges. They may pull their love away. Um, if you don't do what you, what they want, what they want you to do, right. You will be able to identify the lifers in your life. Don't make the mistake of thinking that people who are in your life for a reason or a season are supposed to be there for a lifetime. That is where I feel the, the breakdown (laughs) comes into play because we think somebody is supposed to be in our lives for a lifetime, but God is like, Mm-mm, their purpose was only for a season. Their purpose was only for a reason. And we, we get hurt when God removes them from our lives because we're like, no, God, they were supposed to be there for a lifetime. What happened? What happened? And then God's like, oh, no, I didn't say that. Yeah, you might have. They might have been in your life for five years, 10 years, maybe even 15 years. But that was their their purpose ended with that 15 years. And it makes it so difficult because we thought they were the ones, right? They were going to be my best friend forever. And that's not always the case. So spend time really identifying and identifying the, the people in your life. And if they are meant to be in your life for a reason, a season or a lifetime, and make sure you hold yourself accountable to to the revelation of the purpose for them in your own life. Huge, huge, huge. The other thing is really grieving. And when you are, when you go through a friendship breakup, yes, there's going to be a grieving. Yes, there's going to be a even heartache and, and a, even like a feeling like a broken heart 
and sadness and you know you just long to be with that person or you long to hear their voice or you just long to do the things that you used to that you guys used to do together and because it is like a a a mourning that takes place and so give yourself room to to grieve and sometimes you may need if you're that type of person that knows that if you grieve too long, it's going to, you know, it's going to be a downward spiral and and shift you to a different place. Then you if, if that is you, then you need to give yourself a time limit. I'm going to grieve for a week or I'm going to grieve for two weeks about this specifically. And after that, I'm going to be moving on. Right. If that's you, then you, and you already know that you have a hard time pulling the plane up then give yourself an actual dedicated time to to grieve the loss of this friendship. And then number six is to be flexible. If we are wanting to truly experience the lives that God has planned for us, we've got to be flexible Because we've got, if we say, okay, God, you can do what you want with my life. My life is yours. You created me for you. If you, that's the way you are wanting to live your life. We've got to get to a place where we are flexible because guess what? He's going to do a lot of things in our lives that we aren't going to see. We're not going to know about. We, we don't want to, we don't want them to happen in our lives. And we're going to be really disappointed if we don't learn how to be flexible. If we don't learn how to trust him in the ebbs and flows, the ups and downs of our lives, because that is what grows us into the next version that we need to be at before he brings the next blessing into our life or the next challenge into our life or whatever it is. But We've got to be learn to be flexible and allow him to mold us into what he created us to be for whatever season he's about to take us into. And if we're holding on to the past season, trying to bring it into the current season that God is trying to take us into, sometimes it delays us entering into the new season. Sometimes it prevents completely us from entering into the new season because we're trying to hold on to what's comfortable. We're trying to hold on to what makes us feel good. We're trying to hold on to what we know. So many people are in relationships way longer than they need to be. And they know it. They know they can't leave the relationship because they are so afraid of what is in this on this door that has not been opened yet that they'd rather hold on to what they know in this horrible state or this terrible relationship or friendship or whatever it is. And they just would will continue to allow themselves to be abused because in fear of being alone or in fear of not of of entering the unknown I should say and so be flexible learn to be flexible it is such a a a beautiful experience or beautiful skill to even develop within yourself and then lastly wish them well if they've decided or you've decided to leave the relationship for whatever reason be sure to send them love and blessings and positive energy because everything that you give out is a seed and every seed reaps a harvest. So that's why I never understood why married people can go through a divorce and end up hating each other. How is that so? When you loved each other at one point, 
so much so where you got married and you had children and, but then now, okay, it didn't work out, but you hate each other. That doesn't make sense. And so if you celebrate the the relationship, cherish the memories, remember them fondly. Don't try to replace them because they're not unreplaceable. Trust God's plan, purpose, and protection for your life. Recognize the purpose for every single friendship or relationship in your life. Are they there for a reason, a season, or a lifetime? And, and honor the position that God's placed them in. Don't try to move them up if they're not supposed to be lifers. Don't try to bring the lifers down, down to the sea, you know, to the reason or the season category. Everyone has a purpose in your life and recognizing that brings much peace in your life and your relationships. Be sure to give yourself, allow yourself the space to grieve the loss of the friendship. Be flexible, learn flexibility, and then wish them well. Continue to send them love send them love. You can send them love from afar. And then that way, if the relationship mends itself, if God brings that person back into your life for whatever reason, there's no, no, no heart feelings, right? There's no hard feelings. There's, there's truly just a genuine, you guys may have separated. You may have had to go through different seasons separately. And then God may bring you back together, which is beautiful too, because I can't begin to tell you, I have some amazing friendships that are really sister, sister friendships that I've been friends with these women for over 20 years. And we've gone through our ebbs and flows of relationships ups and downs where we talk all the time, all day, every day. And sometimes it's not for months at a time. There've been offense, there's been forgiveness, there's been everything in between, but I know that they're lifers and they will be with me really till the end. And I'm so grateful that we're moving into 30 years as friends. And when you've got 30 year friendships, what a blessing that is, what a true blessing that is. And so I hope that some of these strategies will help you in this this season of that we're in or the the sadness of losing a friendship or the friendship breakup so to speak so i i hope that some of these will help you understand that that it's not you it is it is because of the purpose that god calls in your life we move through seasons. We don't know why people come into our lives. We don't know why people exit our lives and we don't necessarily know why, but we just have to, we're responsible for really responding in a way that doesn't hit, allow the, the movement in between the seasons to hinder the greater purpose on our lives because we can't hold on to what God is telling us to let go because uh, to let go of if he's trying to move us into a new season. So be encouraged, continue to, to honor the, the truth that's within you and continue to, to trust the process in the meantime. Thank you so much for joining. Love you with all my heart. I look forward to connecting with you next week. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode on the Wife Wisdom Podcast. I hope that it was encouraging, inspiring, supportive, 
or just maybe it made you feel like you were not alone. And so thank you for joining me. If we are not connected yet, I would love to connect with you over on social media, on Instagram at wife.wisdom. And we can connect there. Please DM me how the Wife Wisdom Podcast has encouraged you, how it has supported you, how it has been brought up aha moments for you. I read and value and cherish all of the testimonies that I receive from you. So please, please, please keep them coming. And if you have not already rated our podcast on iTunes, please do so. You would just go to iTunes. You could go down to the very first episode where it will say, write a review. And so by writing a review, it helps other women who are looking for the Wife Wisdom Podcast to find it. And so please rate and review our podcast and it helps other people to find uh, our, our different episodes. So again, thank you so much for not only joining, but continuing to share this with your family, your friends, your sister circle. I so appreciate you and value your consistent listenership. So have an amazing week and I look forward to connecting with you next week. The Wife Wisdom Podcast with Christy Little-Jones was created to help you cultivate the heart of a wife by giving you practical tools, tips, and techniques to live happily ever after. Well, at least most of the time. (laughs) So until next week, keep learning, keep listening, and keep love first. Bye-bye.